Make the feelings reverse This life I'm living is search And that was the first Selling college Working part time To get my car fixed And put dents in my pockets Know what I'm trying to say is I depended on dudes for mad shit But they didn't come through for half of it So the fact is We all actors In this movie of life Alright, welcome back to The Struggling Artist I'm here with Photographer Filmmaker Social media game Influencer Adam Arnali. Thank you so much for having me, Adam. I'm excited to be on Struggling Artists. You know, uh, nobody is without a struggle. Uh, no matter how big or your dreams might be, there's always a struggle. Yeah. So, um, where are you from, Adam? You know, I'm from Orlando, Florida. And it's interesting because, you know, Orlando, Florida was originally going to be designed as Hollywood East. You got Walt Disney there, you got Universal Studios there. And, uh, but unfortunately it's no longer considered Hollywood East. So now I'm actually in Hollywood. Did you get started as a filmmaker in Orlando? Uh, I did. I, you know, I actually went to school at the university of central Florida and I was part of the film program there around the time that the Blair Witch project came out. There was a huge independent filmmaking surge that was happening. I was actually on the news, uh, being an independent filmmaker at the time and uh, got to be interviewed about that and whatnot. So that's kind of like where my career began. So you, you started as a filmmaker and now you've transitioned into YouTube gaming. Absolutely. I mean, is there, why? Well, you know, it's interesting. You know, this has been a progression. You know, I forgot the, the name of the gentleman, but there's a filmmaker and he did a huge speech at South by Southwest a couple of years ago saying that the that the ceiling had fell on independent cinema, you know, and things uh, of that nature, uh, agencies and distribution companies, uh, you know, not picking up independent films as much as they used to. And with the influx of YouTuber and the influencer nation, you know, there are YouTubers who are building huge audiences that are getting uh, deals. You know, I was actually uh, working on a, on a project and uh, the star of the show was a YouTuber. She had just gotten signed to CAA and things of that nature. It's a whole new world now. It's, it's, it's very interesting. So how did you find your niche with uh, being a gaming influencer on YouTube? Well, you know, it's interesting. You have to find your niche on YouTube because it's all about being relevant. Uh, it's interesting because when I was a kid, I always wanted to be a game developer. But at the time, a lot of the games were made in Japan and, you know, the computer industry hadn't really became sort of user-friendly. And I grew up in a really small town outside of Orlando, and there weren't any ways to learn programming languages and things like that. Right. Uh, you know, filmmaking was actually a lot more accessible to me, and I sort of gravitated towards that. However, you know, I'm actually having a renaissance now in my life where I'm taking an original passion from my childhood and mixing it with a career that I've had and, and making it uh, sort of my new niche. So I'm super passionate about it, and that's the thing about having a niche. It needs to be something that you're super passionate about. That way, no matter what, 
you're always excited to make that new content. Um, Nintendo was actually one of my dream clients and I've been able to work with them uh, on various projects. And basically we decided to do a rap battle with Princess Peach and Princess Zelda. Which is epic. Thank you so much. It's doing really well on YouTube. It's got YouTube. over like, what, a million views, it's right? Got like, it's approaching 1.4 million views on wow. YouTube. And wow. So basically we did that as a project for the client. It was going to be an internal only video and they loved it so much I was able to release it online on my, on, a, on my YouTube channel. And once that dropped and it did so well, I was like, oh my God, this is it. So it was almost like a manifest destiny, you know, where it sort of found me. You know, which but is really cool. Prior to the Princess Rap Battle, were you still um, putting out content that I was. was gaming related? I was. I, well, I w it wasn't gaming related, no. It was, you know, I was trying to find my niche. You know, I was doing different types of videos using my filmmaking skills and trying to discover what that was. And so it, that's the thing. It's a, it's, a, it's a discovery. It's a journey, you know, discovering what it is that you are supposed to be doing and providing to uh to your audience and are you using youtube as a platform to make the movies you want to make or is it just like now i'm i'm on the youtube grind and i'm gonna this is what it is for me now um i wouldn't say that i you know i'm uh i'm working non-stop you know whether it's um, making a film whether it's you know basically shooting photography whether it's working with other talented filmmakers to produce whatever they're they're doing you know it's just uh you know I, I just love the whole process I love you know creating I always want to be constantly creating uh, the gaming channel is one arm of all the things that I do uh, it is one of my focuses and obviously you know the end goal would be to be able to to uh, film and produce and direct like huge feature films um, that are you know that I'm passionate about do you know anybody else that has successfully transitioned from uh, YouTube social media influencer like yourself into a director? I can tell you that the Fine Brothers, who started making React videos, got a movie deal. Yeah, I can tell you that Smosh, who's one of the biggest YouTubers out there, is now uh, he just released a feature film that that uh, he was able to do. So it is an absolute avenue right now for anyone out there uh, who. You know, is trying to build an audience because it's really all about your audience. So that, that's at the end of the day, if you have an audience, you'll be able to get hired to do the work you want to do. Well, I don't know. Um, you know, it's really all about what your goals are. You know, on YouTube, right? Really, you know. But I think that, you know, if I can if I can come into a meeting and I have a great concept for a project, and I say to you, "Hey, man, I have this huge audience that I." like to provide uh, to, you know, the, this concept, you know, I think it could do really well. And I know that my audience will show up for it. I think that that helps, that helps the situation. I think that, you know, having an audience is very important these days. You know, that's interesting that you're saying um, that you do cater to each of your different audiences. Cause when I check in on you on Instagram, it's just photography, you know, um, true. but it does, I feel like accentuate, um, who you are. I mean, your, your photography is big. It's very stylish, you know, has energy behind it. Um, are you doing that on purpose? I am. And, you know, I, I think I mentioned earlier that each social media outlet has its own culture and people react to the uh, content differently. As an artist, I think that this is something that I deal with and I think that it's relevant for all other artists who are also on social media. Right. Artists tend to be talented at more than one thing. 
and they're passionate about more than one thing. However, you know, in terms of social media, in terms of growing an audience, you want to be niche. You want to be, you know, sort of singular in terms of the content that you're providing for an audience. Right. And, um, you know, so I use different social media outlets as different audiences for the different passions that I have. So for example, on Instagram, you know, one of my passions is photography. So I focus on my photographer on Instagram and building that audience. On Facebook, it's more of my, you know, colleagues and fellow filmmakers. Um, you know, they could be doing commercials, they could be doing music videos, TV, feature films, people that I've met along the way. And they're not necessarily gamers. Yeah, so it's, it's interesting because I feel like, I don't know, back when I was training, it was like you should, instead of being a jack of all trades, master of none, it was like frowned upon almost, it, at least the way I was trained. But right. I feel like um, now a lot of people are branching out and kind of dabbling in different arenas. Um, would you consider yourself like a jack of all trades? Because I mean, you do multiple things. Are you doing, are you doing the photography to grow in a certain aspect so you can do this other thing like are you i feel like it connects I, I don't feel like i'm a jack of all trades i think that you know there are certain avenues that you can use if you have an eye for something if you're a filmmaker you know when you're a photographer it's similar i mean you're you're using that creative eye to capture an image whether it's capturing 24 frames per second right. or capturing one frame each second you know, it still requires that eye. And I think that um, that's one of the reasons why I'm passionate about both. And, and in terms of, you know, a gaming video content, you know, I'm passionate about gaming, you know, and I have since I was a kid. So, you know, that's something that I wanted to, you know, direct some of my attention to. Why do you, why do you do all of this? What's, what's your, what's your why? I'm, I'm really curious to know why you became a filmmaker. What is the real what is the real driving force to Adam Arnali? What do you want to say? That's a good question. I wanted to do something that mattered. I grew up in a really small town and it's interesting because I just went back there and there was so many people literally doing the same thing they, they were doing when I left. Right. And I wanted to matter. I wanted to put my stamp on this planet before I went. And you know I wanted to find what that vehicle was and I found filmmaking and I found you know the gaming uh, world um, and so that's that's really the driving force is to provide value to the planet earth you know and if that means entertaining the entertaining everyone mm -hmm. and making this world a better place then I'm all for it you know whatever it takes I like it um, is there something that you have to do every day to you know, kind of feed your artists? I mean, because sometimes you don't feel, we're not motivated. I mean, we're, we're human after all. I mean, but is there something you have to do every day to kind of like say, all right, I'm, I'm still doing this. Um, how do you, what's your process? It's interesting. I always have to have a production meeting in the morning. And basically I look at all the projects that I want to do that I'm passionate about. And I, throw them on my calendar and say, I'm going to try to do all this today mm. before the day starts. And it keeps me, uh, it keeps me, uh, how do I want to say this? It keeps me zeroed in to 
you know, what I want to be doing, what I want to be passionate about. In terms of staying motivated, there's a great book called The Artist's Way. And in that book, it, it sometimes tells you to go take a walk or go write in a journal. Or take yourself on a date to go see a movie. Precisely. I actually just saw Power Rangers last night. Anyway, the point is get outside of your workspace and go experience life and just let it flow. Let life happen for a minute and just turn your brain off and that will recharge your creative batteries in order for you to when you reconnect to what you want to be accomplishing you know you're refreshed and that passion and that motivation and that excitement that you felt when you first came up with the concept can return when you start focusing too much on the nuts and bolts and the day-to-day -day and you lose your sense of you know that you know, childlike exploration that got you to that point in the first place. And that's that's really cool that you're saying that. Um, you just did um, a video, uh, Conor McGregor's Punch Out, based on the classic Nintendo game, Mike Tyson's Punch Out. Um, I would love the opportunity to share that with everybody, can I? Absolutely. All right, cool. Let's go ahead and um, show that right now. <laughs> saying you've got to go out there experience life this you know it's it's pop culture conor mcgregor's obviously talking a lot of shit about money may right yes you made this really badass video it's featured in maxim rolling stone i'm i'm really curious i mean you have in the game everybody sees who wins but um just for fun 
who do you think would really win that fight? I think Conor McGregor would win. And I, I'm, and I tell you that because I think that people are underestimating him. And I think that with his size and his touch of death that he has in his I left mean, hand, it's I like think that what? I don't think that Floyd Mayweather has ever been hit with a with a punch like that in his life. And he's so accurate that he can catch your chin. The only thing that I could think with, that would save Floyd Mayweather in that situation is the fact that they're using those huge boxing gloves, right. you know. And so, you know, maybe that punch doesn't connect, you know, on the button just like it normally would with the MMA gloves. But beyond that, you know, I think that he's got the size and the youth and the flow that he would be somebody that Floyd Mayweather has never faced before. He's a southpaw. Floyd Mayweather has trouble with southpaws. You know, I just think that everyone's writing him off as a joke, and I think that uh, he's going to surprise the heck out of him. And uh, I'm really, really passionate about this fight. I don't. Do you think the fight's going to happen? I do. I, it, it's definitely going to happen. You know, it's just a matter of contractual negotiations. You know, it's interesting when I made that video. Everyone who wrote about it said this fight will never happen. But if it did, this would be potentially how it would go down. Three days after the video dropped, all of a sudden they started negotiating, and I don't—I'm not sitting here claiming that my video had anything to do with it. However, sure. you know, it—it it was really exciting, and now they're saying that it's most likely going to happen, and uh, so it's—it's just—it's been an, an amazing ride, and you know, I just hope it happens. I think it's just going to be a great event for you know anyone who's a fight fan, whether you're a boxing fight fan or an MMA fight fan. It's just a great event um that takes the two worlds and collides them and uh, i think it's i think it's going to be a fight that the world's going to watch how, how long did it take you to make that that video it took me about a month you know from you know basically all animating i basically took the game i i basically re redrew the 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 sprites as they're called their graphics right and then i reanimated the entire thing uh, to make it HD because the game, which was on the regular Nintendo, is right. not HD. And so the sprites, the graphics are, you know, really small in comparison. So to make them HD size, you have to redraw them, really. So it's, it, was a, it was a process. And, uh, you know, I, I don't know. I, I just had the idea one day. And, uh, you know, Mike Tyson's punch out. Mike Tyson is my favorite boxer of all time, and Mike Tyson's Punch-Out is one of my favorite games of all time. I'm a retro gamer at heart, and so I actually just got the NES Classic. It's basically like a mini Nintendo. Dope. It has Punch-Out on it, not the original Mike Tyson's Punch-Out. I don't know if you know this, but um, I don't think Mike Tyson's renewed the licensing agreement. Mm -hmm. So they had to take out Mike Tyson and put somebody else in it, so it's interesting. But anyway. So um, you're doing all these video game uh, spots on YouTube. What technology is really cool to you right now? You know, it's interesting. Uh, YouTube is changing. YouTube just started YouTube TV where they're collaborating with television networks, you know, some of the classic TV networks coming over to YouTube. It's really an, an amazing time. And in commemoration of that, I have started a, a YouTube live, uh, you know, whole programming where basically I go live like every day. And I wanted to actually do one right here on the show with you. I don't mean to drop this on you, but I think it would be so rad if I went live right now yeah, on my I'm, YouTube channel. I'm up for it. Is it, is it okay? If, is it okay if we do that right now? Is it? Yeah. Okay. Let, yeah. Let's let's do it. Then. We're, we're Come over here. Right. Come on over here. All right. Let me get over there. Um, we were about to go live. I'm gonna go live on my phone. Actually, I've okay. got it set up with YouTube. 
I'm going to press this button to go live. You ready? Boom! We are live! We are definitely live. What's up, guys? It's Adam Rinaldi. Game on. This is Adam Lopez, and he's got a new show on YouTube called Struggling Artists. It's incredible. You guys should check it out. Just search Adam Lopez on YouTube and search Struggling Artists. You will find his uh, his channel. I'm actually going to be a guest on it. It's really incredible. And we actually are going live right in the middle of his show. There are cameras all set up. These cameras are not for me. They're for his show. I decided to literally go live right in the middle of his show. He was game. I couldn't believe it. We're here. Let's go live. Let's. Uh, what, do you, what do you got for me today? Man, you know, we are going to play Snipper Clips. And uh, I have yet to play this game with two players. I'm really excited. Adam, why don't you take that Joy-Con right there? Okay. And you actually want to hold it, uh, turn it to the right. Like rotate this. it. Keep rotating. Keep rotating. Hold it like that. Okay. All of a sudden, you discover that it's a controller, uh, and I will take this one, and uh, we are going to play Snipper Clips. So we're going to play this first one here, and pressing A, and can you guys see that? There's a crazy glare. So do you do you need to like be? Do you need to be have Wi-Fi for to play this? What what is this? So let me tell you about this game. Okay. Snipper Clips is a game where you are a clipper, and I can clip you. You just you just killed me. I just I, well, you don't die in this game, but uh, but I certainly cut you into oblivion. Oh my gosh! Why are you cutting me? Does that mean that I just I just press something? Yeah, uh, press uh, A. A? No, uh, X. X. Yeah, there we go. So we have to solve. We have to solve. We have to solve. Oh, we have to cut ourselves in the shape of. We that. have to solve this riddle, man. Quit, quit cutting me up, man. <laughs> All right. So how do we do that? Uh, so basically, let me tell you the controls. So a, you obviously know that uh, the right button is to this one right here. It's different on each Joy-Con. Notice yeah. the difference in the Joy-Con, right? One has oh, the actual right. X, Y, B, A. The other one is like the, the arrows. But you press this right one, and that's the clip. Now you hold down. What Did I just would be clip myself? No, you cannot clip yourself. Okay, that's the thing. I have to clip you. We oh. have to work. We have to work together as a team. But I think you already have me in the shape, almost close to the shape that I need to be to fit into this box here, right? So how do I? If I clip, how do I? Well, let me tell you the rest of the controls. Okay, okay. Quick, that might help you. <laughs> if you hold down this arrow button, yeah, or actually, it's going to be B on yours. You will reform yourself. Okay. Boom. Now, the top L and R buttons, the very top, right, these right here, look yeah. right there. Yeah. Uh -huh. if you, that'll rotate you. Oh, that's so cool. So now we've got to figure out how to, how to get, what we have to do is form ourselves to fit within the uh, arrows, or the dotted lines, excuse me. So how the heck are we going to do that, bro? I want you to run this, dude. You, why don't you tell us how we're going to solve this this uh, puzzle here, Adam? Well, I know how to snip, but I, I I just don't know how to snip you specifically where I need to snip you at. So, see, we got we got to do an aside real quick. I gotta I gotta do a shout out. I gotta do a shout out for the president of America, Nintendo president of Nintendo America, uh, Reggie Philami. It's his birthday today. He's fifty six years old. He is the nicest guy in the world. And uh, I've got to I got to meet him. Super incredible guy. And uh, it's his birthday today. Uh, just excited about the Nintendo Switch. 
been playing it anywhere. Currently playing it in the middle of an interview. I'm being interviewed. I was being interviewed on a show, but I decided to go live at the same time. I'm let I'm letting Adam run the show, guys. So, guys, Adam has never played this game before. I'm showing snipper clips for the first time, guys. I have a I have a video coming out. I think I'm gonna go live again later today. Uh, if you're tuning in, I'm gonna go crash GameStop. I'm gonna go into GameStop. Are we not right? And I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go be belligerent at GameStop, and uh, I'm gonna crash it. And I'm gonna see what they got going on at, at at GameStop today. I might buy a game. You know, maybe I'm feeling a little uh, feeling a little froggy. I mean, I might go buy a Nintendo Switch game at uh, GameStop. So uh, stay tuned. But uh, so yeah, guys, we are. They are, they are still rolling on the, this interview. In fact, guys, stay tuned. This episode of The Struggling Artist uh, featuring me is going to be uh, going on YouTube on Wednesday. So please go to that channel, subscribe, and stay tuned for, for that interview with me. The Struggling uh, Artist. With Adam Lopez. Boom. Dude, have you never heard that term before, Rustic? Feeling froggy? Uh, All right, so what, what what's the problem? Why is it not? I don't know. It doesn't look like um, oh, you I know, got a little chunk at the end there, maybe, or what? Boom! We did it! Dude, great work, dude. High five. Boom! That, that was pretty dude. awesome. <laughs> dude, I'm so glad that you enjoyed that. I mean, uh, that was exhilarating for me, honestly. Uh, you know, we're flipping the script, you know? Yeah, yeah that's, so. I mean, that's the first time we've ever done it. On the show, so... Uh, in the middle of your show. Yeah, that was cool. And that's the kind of the concept. It's like, you can play the Nintendo Switch anywhere, no matter the situation. It's like, boom, let's play! Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Game on. So. That's freaking awesome. What advice would you give to someone starting out right now? Find your passion. You know, go out there and discover what, what drives you. You know, what really inspires you and move in that light move in that direction you know find your highest excitement whatever that is whatever you're just you know you just love it so much just move in that direction take action in that direction you know whatever you got to do go 100 miles an hour in that direction people are worried about worldly things they're worried about money they're worried about how people are perceiving them politics politics whatever it is i i can tell you just from my own experience that this world has a place for you and the financial system has a place for you and you will find a way to make your ends meet in whatever it is that you're most passionate about mm -hmm. think about it gaming there are kids right now that are making more money than you are playing video games and streaming them online who would have thunk it in a million years right and if those guys can do that, then certainly you can do whatever you're most passionate about. Love it, man. I love it. Um, to go along with that, I love to ask everybody this question. Um, in 10 years, 20 years, let's call it 20 years, in 20 years, what do you want your body of work to say about you? That's interesting. Pop culture icon. I want to change the world. I want to produce that piece of content 
that is a cult classic that will live on in in I don't want to say infamy because that's normally associated with bad things. Sure. That will live on in all of its glory. You know, The Goonies, yeah. Big Trouble in Little China. Yeah. You know, these movies that you know everybody watches, no matter how you know young you might be. Uh, that you know, Star Wars, for example. I would love to make a franchise like Star Wars. You know how it connects with the merchandising and everything like that. Right. I actually love merchandising. This T-shirt right here is actually one I developed. It's actually connected to a film that I made. Right. Uh, it was a Galaga fan film. It was a. I don't know if you know the old arcade game Galaga. It was basically like a, a game with a spaceship and you shoot aliens. That's all I play whenever we go to One Up. Yes. And I made a <laughs> I made a little fan film. It's a, sort of a prequel, yeah. and I made a T-shirt to go along with it. Uh, that's on my you know T-shirt merchandising site. But you know I think that uh, you know making that classic uh, piece of pop culture is is really like what I what I want to accomplish. And, and to go along with that, who are some of your inspirations? I mean, you, you mentioned the Goonies. Uh, I would say China. Absolutely. I would say Steven Spielberg is one of my biggest inspirations. Uh, you know, every time I like think about him and do film theory concerning, you know, his body of work, it is so, so incredible what he was able to accomplish. And, um, you know, I have other directors that I also am hugely, you know, inspired by. But Spielberg himself, I mean, basically, you know, especially in the 80s, yeah. he was making like, PG thirteen rated R movies. He would take like a, a rated R concept and make it for kids, right? Adolescents, and he was doing things that nobody was doing, and he like changed the game. Yeah, The Goonies is so dope. That's such a good movie. I just they had it in the, uh, the three dollar bin. I was like, why? <laughs> why is this here in the three dollar bin? You know, um, I had to grab it. Do um, you ever consider quitting? Quitting? Yeah. Why you? I how do I do that? You know, I wake up. I wake up and have ideas. I wake up and be like, "How do I accomplish that idea?" Like, there's no quitting. I can't. My brain won't let me. It's just you're constantly on. I'll have. I had an idea this morning. You know, I have. I have ideas every day. Yeah. People tell me their ideas, and I'm like, "Oh my god, that's amazing!" Right. Like, let's make some phone calls. Let's. I got a guy. Let's let's do something. And then I'll, oftentimes they'll stop me and go, "No, no, 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 no I'm, I'm not ready yet. I'm not ready yet." And I'm like, "What are you talking about? We can do this right now. We can make this happen. Let's go!" Right. Like I don't know how to stop. And what usually do you think gets in other people's way? You know, between coming coming up with an idea mm -hmm. and you know doing it. I would say what stops people is. I don't want to say this. I feel like the creative process is all about momentum. And when you're constantly creating and constantly coming up with ideas and building that momentum, it's really easy to get things done. It's when you stop and suddenly you have this idea, but you have no momentum and you have no energy to really push it forward. It starts to, you start to question yourself and you start to question, you know, what it might mean to your day-to-day -day life. Right. What it might mean to your friends and family, what it might mean for your job, what it might mean for anything else that you might be doing. Are you really ready to take this huge amount of work that you're about to have to do and incorporate that into your life that you have right now? And I think that that's one of the biggest challenges that people have. You know, you have to strip everything away.
You know, yeah. you have to set your priorities. What are your priorities? Is your priority to create? If your priority is to create, but you're not creating and you don't have any momentum, you have a problem and you have to, you have to solve it. And I mean, we all go through it. I, I mean, I go through my, my blocks or my periods where I'm like, I don't know, I don't know if I want to create today or I got to do this, which is not going to allow me to create today. Going back to what you feed your artists, how do you overcome your, your personal blocks with it's that? It's all about initiating baby steps. You take one action towards a goal and all of a sudden it actually exponentially provides you with the energy. So on your next step, say the next day, instead of you only doing one little action, say sending an email or say opening up a computer program or whatever it is it might be. Now you're able to take 10 steps the next day. It's like, now you spent four hours the next day. Now you spent eight hours the next day you hire a crew the next day. It just grows and grows and grows and builds that momentum. But it all begins with that one step, that one initiating step that you have to take. You've got to jump it. And it doesn't have to be a hard jump. It doesn't have to be a high jump. It could be, Taking one step. I like it, man. Um, as we're wrapping it up, what has um, what has your time? What has your time in the entertainment industry taught you? What is my? This is the part where you have to say something super inspiring. <laughs> um, I mean, really, I just I just love your honest, you know answer on it like really like what you know for me i mean it's it's taught me a lot about the human condition i feel like i'm a lot more um, empathetic towards people um, because i study all these characters i meet people like yourself all the time we're tossing around ideas i'm just like really like what is it what is it for you it's like uh what is it for you what what, what have you learned I mean, I have learned so many things uh, across all the avenues that I've journeyed, you know. Yeah. It's about the journey. It's not the destination, you know, ultimately. And you got you to gotta love life. You see people in the entertainment industry sometimes, and they're not having the best time. But then you see people who are crushing the game and blowing up, and you ask yourself, what's the difference? You know? And... Uh, it's the Wild West. You can get sucked into a situation that you might not like, or you can reach the pinnacles of, you know, popularity on the planet Earth, you know? And I think that it teaches you to, to swim those dangerous waters and to be uh, find your confidence in your own skin and be willing to take chances mm. and, you know... Uh, keep dreaming. And I think that uh, the biggest thing that it has taught me is knowing faith in terms of that somehow everything always works out. Mm. If you just keep moving forward and don't give up. Man, thank you. Thank you for coming by. Are you, um, you're obviously on social media. Where are you, where, where you going to plug some of your stuff right now? Dude, just search Adam Arnali. You know, just go to Google, just type Adam Arnali, you will find your way. Is there anything that you're working on right now that you can share with us? Well, as a matter of fact, I am about to do a unboxing and a giveaway of a 
Link Amiibo that I'm actually going to be launching the next day. And also, I'm animating a Super Mario Brothers inspired video. It's going to be a comedy similar to the Conor McGregor punch out thing. And then I'm also working on a new rap battle. Ooh, between two Nintendo characters. Can you can you, can you say I cannot tell you anything about oh, it. Oh, come on. No. Ali. I cannot do it. Uh just a, like a little hint like nothing. Is one it? of the characters one of the characters wears a suit in space. I'm going to leave it at that. Thank you for that. We appreciate that. Um but thank you for coming. Um to my uh, office. This place is great. I mean, I feel so comfortable in here. You know, you have a bed uh, in case I need to take a nap. Like if I came tired, mm-hmm. you know, there are facilities. Um, you know what I mean? So you're the man. You're the man. Thanks for coming, dude. Boom. Time to get in the game, blow up,